What's up, everybody? This is Cinephiles Digest. You're listening to episode 117. And this is going to be a big one. I'll get into why momentarily. But first, let me introduce my co-host, Travis. Welcome to the show. Hello, Matt. And Paris. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Now, why is this such a special episode, do you think? You guys? Any guesses? Well, we know. <laughs> it's well, I'm asking you. That was not a question to the <laughs> listeners. It's a 420 weekend. Yeah. So we are baked out of our minds right now. <laughs> no, I don't know if it comes across uh, in the audio, but we are in person recording together for the first time since February of 2020. Holy guacamole. So it's been over three years. That would have been the Lodge episode last time we uh, wow. did anything in person. So Hopefully the acoustics are okay. Yes, we are recording at Travis's new home, his mansion, <laughs> as we've talked about on the show. It's so big, you guys. And it seems seems okay so far. I've got my eye on it. We're a little rusty. This is our first time doing this in person in a while. So, um, but so far, so good. I haven't even said what fucking movie we're talking about. I was so excited being in person together. <laughs> uh, we actually, uh, not only did we record in person today, we saw a movie in person today. And the movie we're going to be reviewing is Renfield, the new uh, Nick Cage action comedy. How do you see a movie not in person? At home? Oh. <laughs> Like out of body. <laughs> Good. Good point. Uh, we, with our butts in movie theater seats. Yes. Together. The Together. Yeah, I think that's the important part. Yes. Um, so that was huge. But we'll, we'll talk about the movie later. Um, just fuck around for a bit first, guys. You know how this goes. What's been going on? Uh, well, I alluded to on the last episode that I was going to three shows this week. Ah, yes. Went to all three. was a successful trio. Um, started with the, the Spirit Box show. Sold out show at uh, Neptune Theater in Seattle. was pretty kick-ass. I don't know if you two are familiar. Matt, I think you know who Spirit Box is. I've heard some of their songs. I haven't really mm. gotten <clears throat> super into them. No? No, not at all. The singer from, I believe it's I Wrestled the Bear once, is uh, the lead singer of Spirit Box. <sighs> female lead singer she's pretty kick-ass i know that is triggering like my scene kid yep i was 16 years old there was a kid in a black hoodie and it <laughs> and he was really into i wrestled a bear once he had the big swoopy black hair i had a crush on him but i've never listened to them mm. they came out of the same uh era as like scary kids scaring kids and like norma jean like, right that felt like the same kind of vibe yeah similar, maybe not like similar eras. godly but uh spirit box is more a little well yeah i guess they're, you'd call them metalcore but um sure yeah they got some some good melodic parts and some bops mm-hmm. they did a cover of uh hella good by uh no doubt that was pretty sweet mm. love that yeah <laughs> and then uh show number two was keizo on his Unleashed XL tour Whoa. at Wamu Theater. Not even one leash? He had a band in tow in <laughs> with him. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. Because, you know, typically you go see a DJ and it's just them at the booth. But he had a guitarist and a drummer. And uh, that was pretty rad. Yeah, that is cool. Touched the moon that night. 
That was fun. <laughs> Paris oh, yeah. looks like she gets it. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Matt's a little square over and there. And then uh, <laughs> Sunday, I was uh, very tired from the week because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Keizo was Saturday and then the third show was on Sunday. So I uh, jam-packed Deathcore lineup. Uh, it was Lorna Shore's tour. And uh, that was also very rad. Yeah, had you seen Lorna Shore live before? I had once before when I went to go visit my brother in Houston. Not last year, but the year prior. Neat. Yeah. Does it still sound like live? Does it sound like it does on record where it feels like you're like at a slaughterhouse and you're listening to like <laughs> cattle being uh, killed? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they do a pretty good job of like recreating their sound live, but it is tough to match the studio quality sometimes. Mm-hmm. Dude's got a gnarly, uh, a gnarly voice. <laughs> he sure does. This is Lorna Shore. Yeah. Okay. Huge. Yeah, it was rad though. That was the uh, the last night of that tour. Now they are going on tour with uh, Gojira and I want to say Mastodon. Oh, fucking huge. Look, Gojira tours with Mastodon like every other year, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, my week. Lots of shows. Ready for a break. Sick. <laughs> what about you, Paris? What's new? Yeah, so uh, this week I had the final game for my uh, bowling league that I'm in uh, through Queer City Sports. It's really cool. Um, Our team lost every game by mostly like 300 points. (laughs) Um, But we won the most spirited, not officially, but in our hearts. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe... uh, yeah, no, I'll say a little something on the air. Um, we went out afterward at the Wild Rose, which is like sponsored the team. And I made out with one of the people on my team Ooh. who's been flirting with me all season. And they, not the last game, but the game before, I wore shorts that had skull hands on them. And then they grabbed my butt. And I was like, oh, gasp. Because they have a boyfriend, and I was like, okay, what are you doing over here? Um, and yeah, and then uh, it was it was, it was was fine. They were not a good kisser. <laughs> so it was fine. But yeah, it was it was a crazy... I mean, I was two separate people that day. It was crazy. Both was, on your team? or No, the first one was earlier in the day, but it was a while. It was a different person, but it was a while. Are they on your day. team now? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Sure. (laughs) Hell yeah. Well, people come here for the movies and they stay for the tea. That's awesome. (laughs) I always have tea. (laughs) Um, Are you good at bowling? I'm not very good at bowling. Um, I would say I'm medium at bowling. I took a bowling class in college uh, for a PE credit. What's your average? Let's hear it. Well, so that's the thing. It's like I got my highest score on the last game and it was 90. Like I'm not like Mm. excellent. And that was the first game any of us even broke 100. So it's like, I'm not like... So you guys are good. playing for fun. Yeah. I, did I mention... <laughs> did I not mention that we lost every game by almost yeah. 300 points? We were just the most spirited team. Yeah, I would say I was uh, in the top couple on our team. Mm. But overall in like the league, definitely not. Like I'm not... I haven't bowled regularly in a long time. But it was really, really fun. One last question. Team sure. name. Let's hear it. <laughs> 
gotta know the team um, name right <laughs> so it was uh knuckles deep <laughs> oh my god oh yeah <laughs> uh and then our call was knuckles deep <laughs> oh yeah is that like a hands-in thing before you start uh, i think it's bowling? a fingers in thing so you're like oh. mm. you know Yep. Well, oh, and actually, funny thing is, some of the people on our team were using uh, their pointer and middle finger instead of the uh, middle and ring finger, and I was like, oh, it's because they've been, you know, that's what they're used to. Everyone has their preference. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's the end. Nice. I'm terrible at bowling. I either bowl like a hundred or like fifty-five. <laughs> I'm not uh, not the best. Whoa, he startled the kitty. Oh, my God. She must be shedding because there was like a floof of, of hair that flew in the air when Patterson opened that I think that, that scared beard. her more than I think than she's always shedding. She is very soft, I pet her. Yeah. Right. She is very soft. Uh, for the listeners, Travis has the cutest, fluffiest, prettiest cat. <laughs> she's just sleeping over there in her chair. I just want to put my face that's on not face. even the one you remember that's a different one this is the new they got one. another one the one i remember god well they they're pretty shy so maybe you 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 had to have seen travis's cats though yeah definitely but like from like years and years and years ago. they're still here Both they're up, they're upstairs yeah oh man i remember them being a little skittish but friendly. they're very skittish yeah this she is not though Nah, she's... She's a homie. Yeah. <laughs> the unofficial fourth member of this uh, recording today. She's she re- sitting in the fourth chair. She's replacing Tom, I guess, then? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, very cool. All right. Um, not much going on with me. Haley's back, so that's exciting. So Thank mostly God. just been hanging out with her, catching up with her. We did buy uh, bikes. We're bike people now. Mm. Oh, yeah. I saw Bicycles, not motorcycles. Yeah. I hate motorcycles. I love bikes, bicycles though. Um, there's like a, <laughs> there's a bike shop that just opened up in Birch Bay where I live. Um, and the guy is actually uh, one of my dad's old coworkers. Like he left his mm. job where my dad works to open up his own bike shop. So um, Haley and I stopped by there intending on window shopping, but he was a good salesman and convinced us. And now we're the owners of a, uh, Two sweet bikes, so sweet. Took it out for the inaugural ride yesterday. It was pretty sweet. <clears throat> When's the last time you rode a bike? Before this? Before this? College, probably. Mm. Whoa, really? Well, I used to ride a bike to and from my job as a sign shaker in Fairhaven, Bellingham. Shut up! You were yep. a sign spinner. Shaker. I didn't do any spinning. Wow. So you weren't even like good enough to spin. It was a very <laughs> heavy board. <laughs> And they actually had handles bolted onto the back of it so that I could like stand on the corner. But yeah, five hour shifts, I, Saturdays and Sundays. I saw a sign spinner recently on the side of the road and that person did not have headphones in or on their ears. And there's no way I thought, what a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds miserable. Did you use headphones when you were a sign spinner? Oh yeah. I mean, excuse me, a sign holder. Shaker. Shaker. Thank you. You didn't know guitar solos or anything on the No, side. dude. Yeah. I was just I like standing on a couple face melters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get that into it. I feel like you got to be into it to be just standing on the fucking side of the road for five no, hours. No, bare minimum to get paid. <laughs> yeah, I was there to collect my fucking $9 an hour you, or whatever honestly, it was. That's just kicking jacked. the sign down the road. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wasn't I wasn't jacked, but I was. That's the tannest I've ever been in my life. I had a hardcore farmer's tan. That's your dad coming out in you? Yes. <laughs> um, but yes, to answer your question, that was the last time I had ridden a bike. I believe. Um, I'm nervous to get on a bike. I have not ridden a bike in probably... 20 years 20? if not more jesus really wait how old are you i'm 34 yeah what you were 15 i had to stop riding bikes like once i got into junior high Whoa. once you got a car wait junior junior high. high so like 12 years old like 13 yeah 13. probably wow. i had nothing better to do as a kid than fucking well, well video games i did in college that. a lot that was we rode bikes everywhere as they well do. yeah once we moved from the house i grew up in it was basically like it was a wraps because we moved to an apartment and then we might have gotten rid of our bikes then and then just never got new ones because it was like there's nowhere to really put bikes what's the point yeah you know like we're almost to the age where we could drive and then mm-hmm. like there's nowhere to really ride these bikes. I was so. super excited to have a bike my senior year of high school because that summer my mom, I had a car and my mom said, just kidding, we're selling your car. And I was like, okay. Well, I, <laughs> it's well, cool. I wanted a bike anyway. Like, <laughs> bikes are way cooler than cars. <laughs> and I was like, why? Because uh, we were in uh, financial struggles. Um, but yeah, no, I got a bike and I was super excited. And... Um, I stole a bike that summer from the Google campus. I think it's probably been long enough that I can admit that. Um, Statue of limitations are probably passed. Yeah. And it was sitting in my backyard for a long time. When I went back to school and my mom was like, hey, I gave this bike away to one of the neighbor kids because your friend never came and got it. And I was like, oh, that was stolen. And she was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That person's probably on like a registry somewhere now. (laughs) As a thief. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, but that's basically it for me. Lots of chill time, lots of hanging out, cooking, watching TV shows, catching up on trashy reality TV shows for the most part. So. Do you watch the Love is Blind reunion? Yes. <clears throat> live? Well, not live. No. Watch it the day after when it aired. Travis, you Love is Blind? Uh, you actually, there is a connection. Chelsea knows uh, yeah. one of the people. She does? Chelsea, mm-hmm. actually. on the show. Chelsea, Chelsea knows Chelsea, yep. Which one is Chelsea? Kwame's uh, wife. She knows her? Yeah. Oh, my God. I have so many It was like a childhood friend, like, went to school together. Childhood? I thought this was like a college friend. They went to high school together? I think they grew up together, to be honest, because Chelsea's mom is friends with Chelsea's mom. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) My brain is broken. Still to to this day kind of thing? Yeah. Chelsea and Chelsea, not so much, but... Chelsea's mom and Chelsea's Chelsea mom. Does Chelsea have all the dirt? Chelsea's, Chelsea's mom, the Chelsea from Love is Blind, was actually at our wedding. No shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's like a celebrity. Kind of. It's like one degree removed, right? <laughs> well, wasn't Chelsea's mom? No, it was her dad that was on the show. Chelsea's mom was on the show. Oh, was she? She I think sh- so. should be right. I mean, I haven't what, seen like it all, but... Like at the wedding or whatever? Yeah. No, they went to the... She brought Kwame over to like a house with a bunch of like ants and it was like a strong independent women. It was like a bunch of them. I don't, I haven't watched every episode, uh, but you watched the live finale. No. Oh, you haven't. Look out it. for Olin. That is Chelsea's mom. Olin. That's a wild. Did not name. see an old. Ol- Ol- it is. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Good thing. None of Seattle, them listen so to this. Cool. <laughs> I, I thought I was cool. Cause like my friend Haley knew people who knew people who were on the show, but like that's, that's direct connection. Yeah. Are you a celebrity now? No. 
<laughs> outside of the Far fame from. that we've uh, uh, garnered for ourselves doing this podcast, of course. I have gotten no new follows on my Instagram account. So that is a bummer. Brutal. Like it's since just, when? What? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you don't want to know. I get new followers like every day. Most of mine are, well, almost all of them are bots. It's a lot of like links to like sexy baby. Yeah, sexy yeah. baby. Yeah, I guess those are usually my <laughs> my people. I'm going to look at Travis's Instagram followers. It's all just like, just check out my profile. <laughs> there is a lot of that. Yeah. Well, so. you have to post on Instagram to be desirable to follow. So that makes sense. No, you're not a big content guy. No. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever get this, but every girl I know gets this. Do you ever get like weird messages to like be a um, an influencer for a brand? Oh, yeah. On my, I think the last thing I posted was our Travis Barker Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. And, that was uh, sick. Someone on there was like, yo, fam, I think you have what it takes to, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I do not. <laughs> Sick. All right. Anything else before we uh, do uh, our oh, no. directly into the mic? Wow. You're welcome. I, haven't, I, I usually mute myself when I'm not talking. Instead, <laughs> she leaned of, into the mic. Yeah, I did not. I just Okay. <laughs> I love burps. I love farts. I love hearing all bodily functions on microphones crack me up. I don't know if you want to hear all bodily functions. It makes some people want to die though so remember i had that friend that reached out and was like i like your podcast but that guy i think i burped right yeah it was like so disgusting and then you like kept doing it to spite him (laughs) (laughs) i try not to but sometimes it just kind of falls out of your mouth if you're listening shout out jordan (laughs) all right we want to do this thing should we double check that everything is good yeah, probably, right? Everything looks good to me. Are we for sure recording? All right, if you... We are recording, yes. If you have faith, then I have faith in you. We're... Uh, the recording <laughs> is 18 minutes and 45 seconds in. I'm going to be honest. I don't have a ton of faith in either of you, <laughs> but uh, I think we're fine. There's not much we can do, so... I think we're good. I am... Do we have... What do we have? Do we have Bloop on Deck still? We got Bloop on Deck. Should we, do we what? Should probably, what are we doing here? I forgot how we used to do this. We used to drink cans because we need to rinse our our glasses before we... Uh, no, don't be a little bitch. I mean, I mean it's not trying to mix up. Uh, this should be fine. <laughs> sorry. Just get one last little... Well, while, little. I, while I do the intro to this film, Travis, you want right. to uh, beer me? I will, I will rinse the glasses while you... Oh, no, you don't have to rinse the glasses. I just meant like pour it for me because <laughs> it is uh, behind the laptop setup. Well, Travis, such a good host. He's going to rinse out the glasses. Yeah. Travis okay. is a good host, y'all. While Travis is doing that for us, uh, let's get into our movie review. So we're going to be talking about Renfield. Uh, plot synopsis, Renfield, Dracula's henchman and inmate at the Lunatic Asylum for decades. What? Okay. Uh, <laughs> longs for a life away from the Count, his various demands, and all of the bloodshed that comes with them. Film is directed by Chris McKay, written by Ryan Ridley and Robert Kirkman, which I would like to fact check if that is the same Robert Kirkman who created The Walking Dead. Curious to know if they are the same person. Uh, But anyway, the film stars Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Cage, Aquafina, and Ben Schwartz. First in-person review in over three years. 
What did you guys think of Renfield? Who's going to go first on this one? I probably should since Travis is pouring those beers so beautifully. You're also the resident uh, Nick Cage uh, historian. <sighs> yes. At the table. Uh, in fact, uh, we started doing the digest because I reached out to Matt and said, hey, I want to do a Nicolas Cage po- podcast. And I want to call it, despite all my rage, I'm still just Nicolas Cage. And Matt said, what if we did something totally different instead? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I initial impressions, disappointment. Mm. I knew it wasn't like going to be like a top quality movie, but I was expecting some enjoyable, campy fun. So you had expectations. Sure. I, I didn't maybe realize I had expectations until I was watching it and I was like, oh. But a Nick Cage Dracula movie, you're automatically going to have some sort of expectation. I mean, I'm obviously comparing it to the premiere Nick Cage Dracula movie. <clears throat> Vampire's Kiss. Yes, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I would say, since I fucking hated Vampire's Kiss. That is insane to me. But <laughs> I The whole time I was like, he's not a real vampire. It's fucking stupid. Like, I hate it. I hate it. You Maybe on a rewatch. Movie, don't you? I love Vampire's <laughs> Kiss. Isn't that your literal like profile pic on a bunch of stuff? On just TikTok. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the oh, weirdest yeah. <laughs> time. I'm like, I hate it. Um, yeah, so I would say first impressions, uh, disappointed but not surprised. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. okay. You want me to go, Travis? Or uh, I'll, I'll go, if you don't mind. Go for it. So I did not really have any expectations. I thought the idea of this movie sounded fun, but then um, once I saw the trailer, I was a little less excited for it. And then um, just some of the reviews coming out recently uh, doesn't seem like people are so hot on it. So that kind of removed any sort of expectations I had. And um, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit for what it was. Like, I don't think it was amazing, but the runtime was right. It didn't like ever get bogged down too much in like the plot or anything was pretty brisk. I thought pretty entertaining at times. Like I thought there was some funny jokes and then also some good action. They probably could have delivered a little bit more in those areas, but I still think those areas were serviceable. Um, One movie this did oddly remind me of, well, maybe it's not odd, but it reminded me a lot of birds of prey, just like the style of it. Like Mm. the, uh, the whole like villain mob group was kind of similar to the birds of prey group. Even some of the look of it, you know, like how like slick and colorful it is. Kind of a stylized version of our world. Yeah. Is that the Birds of Prey is the one where Ewan McGregor is the the bad guy in there. He's like the... the It's the better Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. Yes. I do remember thinking that movie was pretty good. So yeah, overall, I liked it quite a bit. Um, Wish there was a little bit more Nick Cage. I know the movie is called Mm. Renfield. And so we spend most of the time with Nicholas Holt's character. But I thought... Like, for the most part, anytime Nicolas Cage was on screen, I was having a good time. Yes. <laughs> Nick Cage was by far the best the best thing about this movie, as is the case with pretty much every movie that, yes. that Nick Cage is in. Um, I'm similar to you, Travis. I, um, I did enjoy it. I do think the movie is at its best when it is embracing being silly. And, like, I like the action sequences quite a bit. I mean, it's not john wick or anything but like it was entertaining and it was like 
gorier than I was expecting. And usually I don't like like digital blood and gore, but in this movie they like there was like buckets and buckets <laughs> of blood and like limbs being ripped off and stuff. So I actually found the action sequences to be like some of the highlights of the movie. Um, I like the movie conceptually. What I disliked was all of the Aquafina cop side plot stuff that just it felt like they needed to turn this into a feature so it was like Mm -hmm. they had to have like some sort of b story to like make it a feature length film and all of the aquafina like my dad was uh, a captain he was a legend around here and her family she needs to live up to her dad and like the the movie was very like beat by beat like it was very predictable very generic at least that aspect of it for sure i mean in general kind of a generic movie but it was at least self-aware enough all of the stuff with aquafina's character and anything involved with her her b story and even the like crime family stuff also just kind of felt like there needed to be something other than dracula to like propel the plot forward right i mean i like ben schwartz in the movie um, mm-hmm. But he could have been funnier. Like he didn't right. really say. I love Ben Schwartz, but yeah. he didn't really have much funny stuff to do or say. Um, so overall, though, I did enjoy it. I was never bored. It could have been funnier. It could have been less reliant on like generic story tropes to like make it a ninety-minute movie. But when it's like fully embracing like the silliness, like um, Paris, you laughed when uh his uh, renfield's welcome mat says welcome come on in (laughs) (laughs) that was such a funny joke and i feel like one of the things in this movie also was there was a lot of like explaining what was going on like honestly nicholas holt has a bunch of narration in it that feels almost entirely unnecessary it's sort of like i was imagining like how harrison ford and blade runner had to would like basically had a gun to his head to like record the worst narration of all time and he sounds <laughs> like he's being trapped in a well i've never even seen that version of, of Blade that runner. was the first version i saw and i was like what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> like, I I understood it less with his narration. It was awful. But anywho, it's kind of how I felt about every time. Like, when, like, the first time you find out that Dracula's blood can heal someone, he's, like, drinking Dracula's blood. Can He can heal people that way. And I was like, right. We're literally watching that happen on screen. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, best best movies, best entertainment, show don't tell. But it wasn't even just telling. Like, it was already showing it to us. I feel like they focus grouped it out too hard to, like, appeal to the lowest common denominator or something. And it just felt really unnecessary with this kind of, like, silly, goofy movie. Yeah. And it also, like, even the plot stuff that is there with the crime family and, like, Dracula's, like, plan to take over the world. It's like, there's not really actually a plan. No. Like... No, he it's has more like just a, like a joke. He like. has like a poster board looking thing. That's it like is real. a joke and it's funny, but yeah. like it's, I a hundred percent was thinking about when you said, I know the movie's called Renfield, but you wish there was more Nicolas Cage. Definitely that. Also literally had a thought in the middle of the movie where I was like, this movie's called Renfield. Why are we getting so much Aquafina? Like I don't care about her character and I don't care about her weird thing with the cops. I don't care that all the cops are 
Under this crime family's thumb or whatever. Well, I feel like he was trying to play with the tropes, but it just didn't do it in like that fun or interesting of a way. No, it just not at all. everything with her with her <laughs> just felt like filler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They needed to have like a foil to Renfield's character to make it into a movie. Like this sure. definitely feels like a movie where someone was like, We should make a movie from Renfield's perspective. You know what I mean? And then they had like the rest of it came from that concept so it's funny that you say that because robert kirkman who you were talking about earlier credits is the one from the walking dead okay but he his credit is oh my gosh i just had it sorry his credit is based on an original idea by robert kirkman so i think literally i don't even know if he wrote on this because it doesn't say his, his screenplay or written by anything it says written screenplay by ryan ridley and then Robert Kirkman, in parentheses, based on an original idea by. So I literally think he was the one that was like, wouldn't it be funny if Nicolas Cage was a vampire and, you know, he had a little assistant and we saw it from the assistant's perspective and they're like codependent, I guess. Hilarious. And then they just made that into a movie and did nothing with it. Yeah, that tracks. And he, I think one thing that was a little... I don't know. I mean, we've already said it, but it just... A lot of the story beats were very generic and not very interesting. It was, like, particular moments and sequences that were fun. So this isn't a movie that, like, I'm going to watch. Maybe I'll watch it one other time sometime down the road, but, like, it's... I mean, it's just, like, mindless entertainment. And if if you're looking for more than that, then you're going to be disappointed or, you know, like, nitpicking it. But, like, for me, I didn't have any expectations, really, and it kind of satisfied me in what it was going for and like sure I could like say this part didn't work or this part could be stronger but again I didn't really expect it to be more than that so for me like it was exactly what I wanted or expected but sure when the bar's overall, low it's easy to meet it yeah overall not a great movie and not something I'll be going back to anytime soon but I would watch it again just because it is like it's brisk and it's entertaining so I think it feels ultimately I enjoyed it and I'm going to give it a positive like rating at the end of the day. But I think it still comes across as a disappointment because you do have like the pieces there that like you could see a really fun, awesome movie in here. It's just in execution and like the idea, it just, it isn't there. You know what I mean? Like I like Nicholas Holt in this movie quite a bit. I mean, I, yeah, I think he was a good fit for the role too. He's good. Obviously, Nick Cage is great. Amazing. But beyond that, like, there are some clever ideas. Like, I really liked opening the movie with uh, transposing Nick Cage and Nicholas Holt into that the original really cool. Dracula. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was super good. It well, looked Nick, good. Nick Cage does kind of look like Bella Lugosi a bit. He does. Yeah. <laughs> and he was really leaning into it in that yeah. in those scenes, you know, yes. going for the Bella Lugosi vibe. So that was really cool. I really liked that they, they that was the context. Like they actually used footage from that and like transposed these two characters into that. Well, and I like that we had not that long ago watched the original, uh, or Nosferatu. Yeah. Yeah, and so it, like I was like, oh yeah, I actually, I know the story that they're talking about with he's like a lawyer and leaves his family, or yeah, because he's trying to make a realty deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that stuff. Um, but 
it's not gonna like this is i'm probably gonna forget most of what happens in this movie a week from now you know what i mean like if i had to pick a standout sequence it would probably be that crazy action sequence yeah. at the apartment yes or that was the best i was just about to talk about that and it also kind of made the climax of the movie feel kind of weak yeah because it felt like their yeah. best shit was in that sequence so then when like i was pretty underwhelmed by the way the movie wrapped up like, yeah, the climax yeah. was underwhelming, especially if you compare it to that like apartment courtyard. And it was scene. just like you could see it was built. The movie had been building up to that for a while, right? And then it happened, and there wasn't anything. It like, felt like it just needed to tie up loose ends, kind of. The one, the one moment that was cool, but I feel like could have been cooler. It actually got a pretty big reaction out of you, Paris. Was like the, the X-ray, like when he when he kicked oh, Ben Schwartz's my character, God. and it showed like his ass being blasted out of his butthole and like, but when they actually showed that happening, it just kind of looked like more of everything else that we had mm-hmm. seen. Cause it was just kind of like, blood. which is why I think that they did a good job in that scene by like switching over to like x-ray vision for a second. And then you don't really realize you're like, Oh, someone's getting kicked. And then it was like, Oh, he is exploding out of both, both ends. ends. And it was, <laughs> I had a, vis- a very visceral reaction. To so that. I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. No, but then like, oh. when they they actually did show it happening, and then when I saw it, I it was, was like, less, oh. It was, was, it was less interesting when they, yeah, which is, I'm sure, why they inserted that, right? Because that's an insane moment. It was also movie. hard to distinguish if that was like shit or blood. Oh, I thought it was it's shit just, and like he was like and vomit. Like I thought he was just like, it just all looked like blood to me. Yeah, I mean, just like. Well, I mean, that's probably one of the, like you said one of the detractors for the scene right so um but besides that there's like nothing happens in that climax sequence that was really that interesting no. or fun or when like, did uh, the person's face get pulled off that was in the the same scene at the apartment complex. yeah oh, that, that was, was awesome. odd <laughs> that was the craziest like when he was fighting the guys with the ripped off arms of another guy awesome yeah amazing yeah. and then he threw one of the arms through another another guy two Insane. guys yeah two guys yes <laughs> and then i don't remember when but he, when he ripped that face off i was like oh my god like i don't the face rip was awesome <laughs> all of the gore in this was like amazing like i actually really really that was where i was like that was the stuff i liked where it's leaning into the camp it's leaning into the silly goofiness of the whole thing and like just give us what we want some silly goofy gore and dumb stuff yeah i think for the most part that looked fine too like sometimes uh the over the top blood can look pretty bad but i thought it looked fine for what it was it was over the top enough that it like yeah if it had been less over the top, it would have been way less impactful. Like it had like a consistency. Yeah, it did to look it, more it was goopy, goopy than yeah, yeah. like because some uh, like digital blood just looks like a digital effect. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. right. But this one actually had some like some texture oomph to, it. to it. Well, yeah, and I think <laughs> the use of practical effects in some scenes, like when Nicholas Cage's or yeah, when Dracula's being re energized or whatever like and his face is like half falling oh the off. prosthetic face his prosthetics yeah. and then like some of the scenes you know had some i thought the effects. makeup was really good in those scenes yes. like uh, the, the well there's a few different iterations of nick cage when he's oh, yeah. healing or you know gaining power or whatever but like some of this his early stages where he looked really like gangly and pretty you know pretty gnarly looking i thought he looked pretty cool yeah it was almost like like kind of looked like the thing 
in certain iterations because he had like an ear hanging yeah. off over here. Or almost like the fly, like yes. towards the end of the fly. Yeah, mm-hmm. very Cronenberg-esque. <laughs> now that you mention that, though, that is another element that like isn't really explained. Like, yeah, he's he's gaining his power back, but like... Because he's eating people. That, yeah, but why wasn't he eating people before? It's like, it's not like... It seemed like a lot of that was happening off screen. He was bringing yes. him like garbage people though or whatever right Tra- that was like, how the first scene played out and that's when he was like right. you know, really fucked up yeah. but then he just like kept getting a little less gnarly well and, and especially like when there's a lot of gets like his own apartment it's like how is he there's a lot of shorthand in this movie where yes. stuff isn't explained well enough but which is fine how much though, do you like, care like for them to get bogged down in the like intricacies of the I stuff mean, <laughs> i think that i would have rather seen a scene where you know, Nicolas Cage's vampire goes out and tries to stalk a human sort of semi-unsuccessfully because he's a half person. I would have rather seen like that played for laughs maybe than any of the scenes uh, in the police station or between Aquafina and her sister. Like I, like, I think that's where I could have done with a little more, a little less glossing over, a little more details. Yeah. I also, I don't want to forget the, uh, one of the, one of the funnier jokes in the movie was uh, regarding like Nicolas Cage's power and in regards to the relationship between him and Renfield when he's talking to like his uh like counselor person or whatever you know what I'm talking about Mm-mm. which power when, uh, so when he when Renfield is talking to like the group leader yeah, the of group the leader. codependent uh, and, addicts uh, <laughs> also spelled drag Did the you group leader that? doesn't know that he's like talking about his power in terms of like a a vampire it's like right. power as far as like the relationship dynamic like he won't be able to return to full power <laughs> yes yeah. and it's just like no you need to go full power whatever it's like that was a really weird thing to say i don't know why yeah. you said it that way but okay see i i like that moment and it did still work for me but that's in the in the trailer yeah like a yeah. big chunk of that is in the trailer and they so replay like, it well, later and it does it's not effective mm-hmm. when they do it later uh, at least a chunk of the apartment courtyard sequences in the trailer too and it's like the red band trailer so you see oh like one of the best moments in the movie where he like kicks the dude and rips his arms off like that's in the trailer <laughs> yes so i i do think they spoil a lot of the good stuff in the trailers oh, i hadn't seen the red band trailer mm. i feel like i've only seen the red yeah. band trailer. wait is this rated r i guess it had to be yeah. with the gore. oh yeah <laughs> I, I think about it going in because i well, didn't have my wa- Beyond the blood, though, it, beyond the blood, it doesn't really feel that rated R to me. Well, that's what I was thinking. Well, there's some like, swearing in it, but... Is there? Yeah. Fucking Kyle. Fuck you, oh, yeah. Kyle. Like, oh, several yeah. times. Fucking Kyle. I love Not that. Travis Because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think you can only have, like, two or three fucks in a movie before... You can have one yeah. to be PG-13. Only one? Is that still the case, though? I don't know. Spoilers for what we've been watching, but I watched uh, 80 for Brady and Brady <laughs> Brady gets the one F bomb in that movie. You were really oh, you were it's... really trying to get us to watch that. You really haven't lived in your best life with uh, your bachelor weekend. Best hanging out love with the life house. Yeah. without Chelsea. He gets the F bomb, huh? Yep. I mean he it was probably in his contract, that right? That sounds gross. I don't want to hear Brady say it just feels that. Did it feel forced in the moment, or the the whole movie? Sounds forced to me. The whole, the whole movie whole is forced? pretty forced. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
It was not very good. Just a bunch of gilfs thirsting after uh, Tom Brady for 90 minutes. Yeah, and it's a Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin vehicle that's not, you know, their Netflix show. So who mm-hmm. fucking cares? <laughs> All right. Interesting. Anything else? <clears throat> Any other thoughts on Renfield? It's one of those movies where there's just like not, there's not a ton to. I did like the way about. it looked, like for the most part. Um, just like some of the locations or set designs like i liked his little lair with all the like blood bags yeah the, like the, the back. blood bag throne kind yeah of that, thing. Was, that cool was cool looking. i like renfield's apartment too how he decorated yeah. it, with <laughs> colors. and there was little details in there like he'd clearly like painted it himself so there was like missed spots and uh-huh. some of the corners weren't fully painted like i thought that was really cute and a good attention to detail like the set design was really good for sure the two main characters are pretty well uh, fleshed out. Yes. Nick Cage as Dracula and Nicholas Holt as Renfield. I think we could have spent more time with them though. Like every like how much how many minutes of the movie do you think was spent on an awkward corrupt cop, you know, or the one non-corrupt cop dealing with the force, you know, trying to whatever avenge their parents' legacy. Like how many minutes do you think we wasted on that? Too many. Well, I just know anytime that stuff was going on on screen, you let out a groan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it was at least four or five times. Oh, no. <laughs> Sometimes oh, not I this again. <laughs> I am uh, not a subtle person. Like, oh, she doesn't like this stuff. <laughs> like, I was actually pleasantly surprised with Aquafina's acting choices. I have seen her in things where I thought she was absolutely ridiculous, like in Crazy Rich Asians, over the top, stupid. Yeah. Um, and then when she did that movie about going to back to China to visit her the farewell, the farewell, I thought she she's was, great in that. She was yeah, wonderful in that. And that was a great movie. And this was somewhere in between, so it was fine. It wasn't like great, but at least she wasn't over the top like I was expecting. But it just felt so unnecessary that I was like, "Girl, why are you here?" I was. I went to go visit my dad this past week, and. Um, he was watching an interview of Nick Cage about this movie, and he was saying that Nick Cage thinks Aquafina is like hilarious, like one of the funniest people ever. But watching the movie, they only really interact like at the very end. I was like waiting for scenes of them interacting, but there's really only like one towards the end when, you know, spoilers, but he's trying to like turn her to the dark side or right, whatever. Right. <laughs> um, but maybe on set, you know, they're just having a good time. <laughs> right. Most of what happened was not on camera because <laughs> she definitely is playing like the the straight character. Like she plays it pretty straight for the most part yeah. in this movie. Um, so I mean, she has some comedic moments, but yeah, for the most part, her character is playing it straight. Yes, she does have some. Um, so I just looked up the screenwriter. So he's a he's primarily a TV guy. And he was uh, uh, Community and Rick and Morty are his like main screenwriting credits, which is a little surprising to me. I'm not like I wouldn't call myself a fan of either of those shows, but they're at least like clever. You know what I mean? There yeah, but those are of... both Dan Harmon vehicles. So I wonder if he's just like a Dan Harmon guy. A Dan Harmon guy. I yeah. mean, maybe he he was a screenwriter for 25 episodes of Community and 10 episodes of Rick and Morty. That's quite a few. So, I don't know. That appears to be his background, but uh, yeah, just it just it, I I wanted to look up who the screenwriter was because it kind of seemed like someone you know 
Robert Kirkman said that idea to some producer and they were like, oh, let's hire, you know, like they hired a jobber to like gave him the idea and he was like used a bunch of like generic story beats. But maybe they're buds like Robert Kirkman and Ryan Ridley. And they were like, he was like, yeah, I have this really good idea, but like, I'm not going to write it. He was like, I'll do it. I haven't even done a movie. I'll do it. We'll get Nicolas Cage and it'll be really, really popular. I do love that this continues the trend of Nick Cage just kind of doing whatever the fuck he wants to do, you know, like every role that he takes on is so different. (laughs) Did you see that he, um, he was doing, um, he was on Kimmel, I think doing uh, promotion for this movie. And he was asked, maybe it was Colbert. I think it was Colbert actually. He was asked, what are Nick Cage's top five Nick Cage movies? Did you see that? Great question. No. (laughs) Um, Probably so. He picked. He said his favorite movie that he's ever done is Pig. Really? He said that's the best movie that he's ever done. I mean, before he made Pig, though, he would have said Mandy, right? Uh, he didn't say Mandy. Did what he a, say Face Off? He did not say Face Off. <gasps> Wait, you have to tell Con us what Air? the rest were. No, no, no. So <laughs> what? Wild at Heart? <laughs> Actually, he might have. It might. My, Mandy might have been one of them. My it God, was a Matt, bunch of. You can't of, play like, with Travis's heart like that. <laughs> I'm trying to pull up his uh, list on IMDb here. Oh, I'm pretty God. sure he did love his uh, participation in Mandy. I mean, how could you not? God damn it. I just need to so while it. Matt's doing that, have either of you seen um, Day Shift? Uh, came out last year. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Have and not. The Franco Boy. Isn't Snoop Dogg in it? He is, yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Um, Kurt and I watched it last year, and honestly, it was really good. I think it may have been one of the only five-star movies Kurt gave last year. Wow. That we watched together. So better than Renfield? Yes. I mean, but... For different reasons? Yeah, because it leaned into, like, the stupidity, to the dumbness, to, like... Wasn't it kind of a ridiculous premise? Yes, it's like a vampire hunter um, who is like their vampire hunting is like unionized and there's like a secret kind of like a John Wick style secret society of like uh, uh, admin, you know. Right, right. Yeah. I think it was not that it was sold like that, but I think people were comparing it to John Wick or like even um, Nobody, that movie with uh, Bob Odenkirk. Yes, yes. Uh, And I liked Nobody, but I... You know, Day Shift is is not like John Wick is a, a a serious action movie that has occasionally funny moments. Yeah, Day Shift is a comedy, pure and simple, that has action, like a comedy action, like and had vampires. And so I, without realizing it, realized I was comparing these two movies, Renfield and that. And Renfield feels like it's trying to not be silly all the time. Sometimes, like with all the stuff we've already talked about. And so I think that. Uh, comparing the two, Day Shift, you know, was a five-star movie for me, leaned into the silliness, and this one didn't. Mm, nice. I've not seen it. I'll check it out. All right, I got the list. So Mandy was one of them. That was the second movie. That oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> bringing Out the Dead. So I was right. He said Bringing Out the Dead with Scorsese. Wait, um, when did, I have not heard that. Bringing Out the Dead, he's like an ambulance driver in that movie, yeah. I think. Um, Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans, which I think is a Werner mm. Herzog Wait, movie. Wait, what? Yeah. And then Joe. Uh, oh, I haven't seen that one. The, uh, David, David Gordon, Gordon Green. Gordon. I've yeah, never seen I heard that. that was good, though. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm surprised you haven't seen it. Those are the five that he picked. Okay, well, we got to watch him now. Tragedy that he didn't pick Adaptation. I really would have thought he would have oh, picked Adaptation. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's not a very Nicolas Cage movie. That's a your boy movie. Too many good choices, to be honest. Yeah, that's a, that's like, a Kaufman movie. That's not a Raising Cage Arizona. Movie. I feel like that's Raising a, Arizona is a, a big one for him. Mm-hmm. And then all Valley his Girl? action movies. I mean, Valley Girl. Oh. He's barely in that. The movie. Rock. Connor. We saw Valley Girl, Wild at Heart double feature. No, that wasn't you. Never mind. Uh, for the record, Colbert's favorite Cage movie is Face Off, apparently. Yeah, so mm. is everyone's. I've never actually seen Face no Off. No way, not mine. Hold on, there's too many things happening. <laughs> Matt, you've never seen Face Off. I've never seen Face Off. <laughs> okay, well, you... I watched it, it did recently. You see, did you watch The Unbearable Weight of Still Matt haven't Tom? seen that either, no. I watched it. Okay. I liked it. I didn't yeah. love it, but I liked it. Well, I know it wouldn't be your favorite because Mandy and Pig are probably... But would it be your top five? What? Of... Nicolas Cage movies. Which one? Face Off. No. Whoa, what would be your top five? Off the top of my head, I could yeah. probably name four. Sure, spitballing. Mandy, Pig, uh, Con Air, Raising Arizona, and... Face I'd, Off. I'd have to... No. I'd have to find something else. <laughs> no, he's going to look because I can't say Face Off because I already But it wouldn't, it wouldn't be wouldn't. Face Off, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I didn't love Face Off, maybe because I didn't grow up with it, but... Talk about campy. Like, that movie just has everything. I also don't love The Rock either. I watched that and was a little underwhelmed seen by it. it. Yeah. I know it's a. It's Con Air is my, like, goofy Bay. action movie for him. Um, Matt, what are your top off the. You know, we obviously didn't plan this, but what are your top five favorite Nick Cage movies? Oh, does Kick Ass count? Because I would put Kick. I love Kick Ass, especially him oh. in Kick Ass. He apparently great. hated. Really? That, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wanted to be in it a lot, right? Like, because it was a superhero movie, and he's like obsessed. But oh, guilty pleasure though, Gone in sixty seconds. I fucking <gasps> Ooh, love that. Movie. When I was a kid, I fucking loved Gone in sixty seconds. I know it's not like an amazing movie, but no. I was so in love with Angelina Jolie and oh, her yeah. blonde dreads and that. Well, just the premise, like stealing fifty cars to like save your your Super dumb cool. brother. Yeah, it's the who best. doesn't love that? It's the best. <laughs> Um, okay, Which, so you said my top five. Yeah, and they don't have to be in, in order just because we're going off off the cuff. Um, adaptations number one for sure, of course, and then probably Pig. Okay, and then Raising Arizona. Um, Vampire Kiss. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I, those are probably the only three Nick Cage movies that I truly love. Well, that I'm you would not go saying to bat for. movies that you love. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying your top Nick Cage movies, but that's fine. You can just name three. I can't think of any others that I feel strongly about. Okay, I feel like Vampire's Kiss should be on there for you, but that's fine. I guess um, technically. I mean, I like Vampire's Kiss because I found it funny. But all right, y'all are going to have to count me out because, or not, like literally count for me because... Uh, I've got a bunch. Uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Amazing. Just came out. Um, National Treasure. National Treasure. I don't understand why people... (laughs) It's campy. It's hilarious. It's amazing. Um, Face Off. Best. Pig. Other best. Um, The Family Man. You haven't said Mandy yet. That's five. Yeah. Um, Mandy, of course. Um, uh, That might be... The Family Man didn't uh, Gore Verbinski direct that. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, Valley Girl and no, uh, Wicker Man. <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, the Weatherman. The weather well, there's oh, the weather I hated man. Weatherman. There's also Matchstick Men. Yes, there's which I saw man, and man is crazy. Um, Wicker Man. Um, <laughs> oh, wolf. And Valley Girl. <laughs> and let's see what else. Uh, yeah. He did a war movie, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Lord Wind of Talkers. War. No, oh. Lord of War, he's like an arms dealer in that movie. Yes. No, Wind Talkers was his... And then if uh, Into the Spider-Verse counts, since he is noir Spider-Man, I would also like to include oh, that right. as a uh, special mention. Honorable mention. Did you know John Woo directed Wind Talkers? Mm, no. Did you know John That's Woo directed crazy. Face Off? Yeah. Well, okay. Good. I didn't know he did Wind Talkers. All right. We're off, uh, we're off the deep end now. That was the I'm Nick Cage the uh, Power Hour. All right. Any other thoughts on Renfield? It had to be done. Um, no, no more thoughts. All right, Paris. Anything else you want to say about Renfield? I have one final thought, and that is we should have a spinoff, spinoff podcast where uh, we talk about Nicolas Cage and all his amazing movies. I'm forgetting how much I love him. Just go through his filmography. It has since yeah. been done by several. There's several Nick Cage. But we can just. It'll be like a. It, there'll be bonus episodes. Through yeah. our feed. Yeah. $99 a month. Pay for the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll just be a series. I would love that. Right. It's All not right. going to happen, you guys, but <laughs> I would love it. Set it up. <laughs> to be determined. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's drop stars. Um, I think I am going to settle on three stars for this one. Yeah, I'm going 2.5. Wow. I will go, I'll give it a light. No, I'll give it a three. Yeah. I'll give it a three. That's kind of like, <laughs> I feel like it's a, it, three is, is kind of the movie and I didn't really love it. So. 3.5 would be its ceiling, I think. Definitely. Yeah. Unless you were like really drunk or really stoned and watched it. And I feel like you could maybe get a little more out of it. Lean into the silly, goofy parts, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's hard to say. If you if you really turned your brain off, you could you could bump this thing a bit. That's what I was like, but realistic three, realistically three point five is. Some of the shock appeal might be lost on a rewatch, just because like you know like that face rip like we're but never. I don't, true. The, I don't remember exactly when it was, so I just know it's it's happening well, at it, some. Point. It happened in a flash. <laughs> yeah, it did. All of a sudden, there was just a guy's face missing. <laughs> That was fucking. That was probably one of the coolest like single moments in the whole movie. It, it, it looked pretty sweet. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's Renfield. Let's move on to uh, what else we've been watching. Uh, I literally, since the last time you and I recorded, Travis, I have watched one movie. So I do not wow. have much. Beautiful. I do not have much. Way to prepare for the show, man. <laughs> I have watched three things since we last recorded. Well, do you want to go first? you want to let us know? Uh, All new releases. While I teased it earlier, uh, I watched 80 for Brady. (laughs) And um, not that I thought it was going to be good. And um, to be quite honest, I do hate Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. But for some reason, I felt compelled to watch this. Interesting. Um, Well, I think part of the reason is I do like when... um, like uh what's what's the term or phrase like um old I like, ladies no i just like that it's like 
it's like the real life like nfl like we got like the licensed like story oh, and team and all it. that like it's like how dan marino is in uh ace ventura and exactly the yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> none of this like uh <laughs> <laughs> not, not like the dark knight rises where they have the fake pittsburgh right Steelers i hate that shit. or like any given sunday like we need the nfl because then it feels more real. Right. You want them getting that paycheck. Exactly. That what movie yeah. starts with the XFL? Starts that, with the XFL? Yes. There's a mm. there's a movie. You know what I'm talking about? No. There's a movie that starts and the first scene is like the XFL and they're watching. Oh, it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where the you can make clones. Total Recall? No. It's clones. Eraser? Clones. <laughs> Is it Eraser? I don't know. It's like one of those kind of... Yeah, so anyway... The Sixth Day? <laughs> the Sixth Day. Oh, it is that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's, um, the Sixth Day uh, is starts off with like this really intense sequence that is uh, applicable to the movie. But yeah, it starts with the XFL and it's like the official... Like they have their license and everything. That would have been... That movie came out in 2000. I think that was around the time that the original XFL... Yep. Mm-hmm happen so i guess that would so i assume sense. that's what you're talking about is something as, as impactful yeah. as that so that was the main reason why i wanted to watch it um but yeah it's not very good um it's not that funny it's mildly entertaining but also just it's just too silly and just feels too thin and forced like the, the whole basic gist of the plot is that the this group of friends these these four older women they like by chance became huge Patriot fans because they like started watching like one of the first games Brady got, uh, you know, took the place of Drew Bledsoe. Mm -hmm. So they like just happened to like stumble upon that game while they were just flipping through the channels, hanging out together. And then through that, they became these, these like massive Patriot Tom Brady fans and they have like these superstitions that they live by where they, you know, every game or Super Bowl that they watch, it's like this whole ordeal. But then, you know, they're getting older, so they want to uh, they want to finally go to the Super Bowl together. And it covers the the I think it's the 2017 Super Bowl against the Falcons. But the thing that pissed me off most about the movie was like the the women play a role in the Patriots, like winning the game which is just so fucking stupid. I mean, you got to do something like that. So that sounds stupid. hilarious. No. <laughs> like they at one point they get into like the coordinator's booth and are like, "Oh, do cover one defense instead of cover I love two. That and they're so like, much. "Why are we in cover one?" And then they get a sack and they're like, "She knows what she's talking about." It's like, "No, not That's for so fucking a moment." Funny. And then one of them gives a pep talk to Brady at one point that like starts the comeback and then Okay, that's a little gross. Brady has a moment where he like thanks her for her words and how like brave and courageous she is and that he just plays a stupid game. Ew. I'm like, dude, you like left your wife because of this stupid game. Like, <laughs> fuck off. I don't know. It just like I get it what it's going for, but it just felt completely false. Interesting. And so I was just like, it's so stupid. <laughs> can I ask you a question about the title? Are they yeah. 80? I think it's just a clever title, but they're, you know, they're up there. Right. But like, I was like, Jane Fonda is an 80, right? She probably is close. If not, I mean, 
I also felt like her wig when I saw the trailers for that movie is absolutely horrendous. Insane. There is a moment where she is not wearing a wig and she actually looks pretty good with her like natural hair. Yeah. I mean, that's what she, she should just rock it. Yeah. It's super weird. Jane Fonda is 85 years old. Sheesh. What the fuck? I mean, she I guess looks it makes sense. She was like protesting Vietnam, but my God. Yeah. Jane Fonda rules. Who's I guess 85 one? for Brady doesn't quite. Lily Tomlin. 85 for Brady. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't quite have the same ring to it. I think it's just trying to have a clever title that rhymes sure. you know i guess but that's all it really is just didn't think of them as that <laughs> they old, probably but... also are 80 yeah it's supposed to be 80 in the i mean AM. yeah if she's 85 lily yeah. tomlin's 83 holy guacamole how are they still like doing things and money <laughs> they got that youth serum yeah. i mean well that's i wasn't gonna ask like how their skin is so taut on their face like i know that <laughs> but i just mean like how are they able to like run around and like do movies still the blood of children they go to the same place hillary clinton goes to oh, mm, i don't know about that you mean that pizza place in dc yeah <laughs> so yeah it was not very good i gave it a 1.5 <laughs> wow, we spent a lot of time talking. Yeah, that was a lot of words to be like, guys, suck, 1.5. <laughs> well, I basically spoiled the whole movie for you guys so you didn't have to watch it. Thank God. <laughs> I wasn't going to anyway. Honestly, but. when you said they, they, their input was helping the game, I was like, should I watch this? It sounds absolutely ridiculous. Sick. What about you, Paris? Have you been watching much? Yeah, I've seen some uh, new releases. Um, I watched Knock at the Cabin after we watched mm. Signs for the Digest. I watched that not too long ago. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, I liked it quite a bit. I think it's, you know, it's not on the level of Signs. <laughs> 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 to bring up last episode. But sure. I thought it was, uh, yeah, just like a solid M. Night joint. For sure. I was, I was enjoying it, sort of. I thought the concept was cool yeah. and ultimately was disappointed with where it went. Yeah. I wish it was left uh, more open-ended and at the end you get a for sure like, nope, it was this way. And I wish, I think it would have been more interesting had it been more of a, you're not sure what happened. I would agree with that. And then also I think the budget plays into the movie a bit mm. where. At the end, mostly I think. Well, there's a, beyond beyond like the one shot of like the, the the wave like crashing over. There's not like many like big sequences. But I liked that. I liked that it felt very small, yeah. like sort of grand in scale conceptually, but very small. Like yeah, for the most part, you're vibes, just like, you're in the cabin with right all the actors. Yeah, like I loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought the acting was surprisingly. Good from the mm-hmm. four people, um, but from the family, I thought it was real, yeah. real bad. <laughs> the dads weren't great, and no. um, the and daughter the... was... Fine for a child actor. Right, but kind of given a lot to do Yes, for how I old mean, she is. We talked about this a little bit on the Signs episode, but you know, M. Knight really loves to give his children just like crap loads of lines to say and i think it overwhelmed it like yeah he pushes them beyond their capability yeah i thought it was well shot and um 
I liked the mood of it and like the premise. Yeah, really cool premise for sure. Although you could say that about literally like all of his movies, yeah. like the good and the bad. Like he is an idea man for sure. Ending was solid, but not like mind blowing like you would want it to be, or you know. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was actually pretty excited for it, surprisingly, and it was kind of, it was fine. Anyone know if that's on like a VOD or anything yet? It is. Yeah, it's I watched on, it on Peacock. Yeah, that one. Oh, it's on Peacock, straight yeah. up. Oh, hell yeah. It's been for a while. I watched it on Yeah, that's like a month ago. That's Shit. how or why I watched it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have watched it in theaters, but I was like, I'll I'll take a crack at it. I was planning on seeing it. Yeah, I meant to theater. see it in the theater and I was just being lame, being lame, and then missed my opportunity. It's harder to get motivated when you don't live in the city anymore to like go to the movies i mean yeah. i don't live that far from a theater but i think it's when you work from home all the time it's hard to get motivated to be like okay well after my eight hours of work yeah. where i'm in my jammies i'm gonna what go put on take a shower put on real fucking clothes to go sit in a theater for you know three hours fair it's rough <laughs> yeah <laughs> First world problems. Um, so uh, a couple of mine other ones are uh, newer. So I think I want to talk about, I did a rewatch of Easy A. Nice. Um, Classic. I, uh, it never was like one of my classics. Love a good teen movie. I'm with you. But I never really understood the <laughs> hype. Yeah. And so I was like, and I kept seeing things on TikTok about it. So I was like, you know what? I'll rewatch it. And I will say it was a little bit better this time but ultimately it's just like it's funny but it's not like it's definitely never going to be one that i'll like want to revisit all the time yeah i feel like it's it wants to be one of those like cult classics and has some fans but it's it's not quite there yet and it won't ever be there for me no me Mm. neither this was this was probably the only opportunity you well, I was going to say a hot take. I would take Easy A over Mean Girls any day of the week. I think Mean Girls is overrated as fuck. I would agree with that as well. I would, yeah, that's, that movie's not sacred to me. Okay. I, like, <laughs> I, obviously, based on my gasp, it is for me. But I would say it gets all of the hype all of the time. So while I don't agree that it's overrated, I can definitely understand why you would feel that way. I like Mean Girls, don't get me wrong, but like... And also not to say that I'm like the biggest Easy A fan, but I do quite like that movie. I especially like her parents. Isn't I mean, it? they're the best parts of it. Stanley, Stanley Tucci, Tucci and, and um, I can't remember who the mom is. Is it Lisa Kudrow? No, she's no, the principal. She's, oh, or something. She's, she's the counselor. Yeah, the school counselor. Yeah, I can't remember who plays the mom. Um, but I just, I just, I just love the premise, and I find it really fun and clever. And I think Patricia me, Clarkson. Yes. Okay. I think Mean Girls is mostly just like remembered because there's like a couple quotes that have just become a couple. Part of like the lexicon. come on, Matt. Yeah, I think a couple. Like, you go, Glen Coco, and uh, what? Like it's hard. Uh, uh, I'm I can't come. I'm sick. Those are just off the top. Those of are my just head. quotes. Those aren't. I'm talking about the ones that are like the movie everyone who yeah when, when everyone girls quotes up, those i don't even know what you're talking about those two you just well said. you're not a girl matt so I, I don't even know why <laughs> i'm gonna get upset so. but no but there are why can't i think of what the other one is there's the you go glenn coco one and the like stop trying to make stop fetch trying to work. make fetch happen or whatever yeah yeah but anyway easy a. yeah easy a 
Um, <laughs> That's all I got. It's an easy watch. <laughs> um, I watched something recently that I'm very curious if either of you have heard of. It's a movie called Mute. Let me. My look boy, it up real quick. Alexander Skarsgård, is in it, along with Paul Rudd. Is oh. this the Netflix movie? Yes. From with Duncan Jones, did? Yes. I heard it was terrible. It was. <laughs> also, I did mention Paul Rudd and Justin Thoreau um, is also in it. Um, it's insane. Um, the concept. Dude, dude, Duncan Jones really fell What happened off. to that guy? I don't know. <laughs> Moon was amazing. And then he did fucking well, Warcraft so and the, Moon, This was a in the same uh, universe as Moon and done with. Uh, also, maybe also written Say by what? Sam Rockwell. There's a scene in the movie where on a TV behind you see Sam Rockwell and all of his clones in court. It's like after the events of Moon. Whoa! This was supposed to happen first, but then they got they did Moon first instead. That's what the MCU stands for, the Moon Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it was just it was the most ridiculous movie I've seen in a long time. Basically, the premise is Alexander Skarsgård is mute. Due to an accident. that What is that face? Why do you look like a turtle? I pulled up the Wikipedia. Sure. Mute. Also known as click two in some countries. Click like that Adam Sandler click? Do you think? I like, don't know. That doesn't make... Click two? That doesn't make any sense. It has Maybe someone to do just with added it. it. That's got to be a Maybe joke. it's someone just trolling. That's, that's, like, that's got to be It a does troll. say citation needed. Yeah, that's a fucking troll. <laughs> like, <laughs> Matt, did you just add that? No, but that's hilarious, though. Also it, known as It literally has two. nothing to do with like time travel or time. So there's no like reversing nope, time. Nope, there's no time anything. No Adam Sandler cameo. So anyway, um, the, the premise is Alexander Skarsgård is mute due to an accident that he had as a child. Um, also, it's the future and he and it's in Berlin and um, he is Amish for some reason that has nothing to do with the plot. Um, and him being mute also ultimately has nothing to do with the plot and then you find out the movie's kind of not about him it's kind of more about paul rudd and justin thoreau and then you find out justin thoreau is a fucking pedophile and yet that still has nothing to do with the plot of the movie (laughs) this movie is batshit it wants to be blade runner yeah it looks like it's so bad and like it had some i mean like the CGI in some parts are really bad, but like it's not like that's not the problem. The setting isn't the problem. The problem is the story. He didn't need to be mute. Him being Amish had nothing to do with it. It could have taken place in any time. It didn't have anything to do with being in the future. Essentially, his girlfriend goes missing, and he has to figure it out, kind of like detective noir style. Does it does it at least look or feel cinematic, or does it feel like a a Netflix TV show? It it but- doesn't. It doesn't feel like a Netflix TV show. Like, it's not that small. But it definitely feels like it wants to be Blade Runner, but doesn't have the budget to do that. So mm. it's smaller scale than that. Because, I mean, it looks appealing, like, on the surface. Yeah, like, but... like that's why I was like, there's nothing necessarily that I would say, but, like, the set design was terrible. Like, it's fine. It's just a backdrop. And it sort of explores a lot of interesting things. It's sort of like, have you guys watched the cyberpunk anime? Mm-mm. Edge Runner? No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Is that good? 
Um, I don't know. I didn't watch all of it. I've only watched like the first few episodes. And if I'm being honest, I was tripping while I was watching it. So I can't tell you for sure, for sure. But I was enjoying it. Um, People seem to like Real quick, it. what's the state of that game? You know? I played it. I, well, I well played it was it. in beta for when everyone was playing it. And then did it ever release? No, it wasn't in beta. It was just fucking broken. It was, uh, yeah, it was dead on arrival, basically. I thought it was. <laughs> maybe Kurt was playing it in beta because that's what, before it was a fully. It was released with a lot of issues. So, like, officially released with a ton of issues. Weird. They They fixed it. Still not a very good game. Mm. So that's, I okay, think, what so happened. He was, the... I, it's, but it got fixed. They did fix the technical issues, and some people really like it, but I I replayed it, and I got I got further than I got the first time right. that I played that game, but it's still just, like, so yeah, it's I, very empty. I was playing it on, I think, the 1X, so not the, like, latest xbox right. system and then that was at release so i was mm. wondering if i went back if it would be a better experience but it sounds like it might be like minimally better i'll have to ask kurt if he finished because i didn't i didn't run any, any into any a lot of like technical issues neither did i i was just afraid that i would yeah kurt, kurt's was crashing all the fucking time mm. that's why i was like i'm i thought he had a beta version for pc and i rarely play it was uh, just broken as fuck when i rarely oh, play okay. like single player games like that so yeah for me, I was I was enjoying myself for what it was like compared to any other game out there, but sure. it wasn't like grabbing me like some games do. Yeah. yeah. It's not so I mean I wouldn't say don't go back and play it because it is like there are cool things to like about it, but it just feels I mean it's like, kind of like a fallout, but with like a cyberpunk skin over it, right? And not as good. It's definitely not as good. And it just feels like there's not a ton of stuff to do. Like, yeah, there's quests and stuff, but it's like for how cool the world looks, like there's really not a lot for you to do in it yeah. other than like it looks pretty. I'd rather just play Grand Theft Auto. Right. Grand Theft well, Auto was a way better <laughs> version of that. And the reason I brought up the anime version is because it sounds like the game is similar where it, the world seems cool, but you don't actually get to explore it that much. So there's a lot of just, it's just kind of a backdrop. And that's how it felt with Mute. I'm honestly, I'm more intrigued by this movie than ever because i just saw that paul rudd's character is named cactus bill yeah his name is cactus and justin thoreau is duck yeah, and okay this is wild based on what i just said about him being a pedophile but they bait so the the writer said he based their characters off of um hawkeye and his buddy from mash like alexander skarsgård's character no like 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 Duck and Cactus, oh. Paul Rudd and Justin Theroux, who are besties. Turns out, yeah, they were based off of, which is wild when you watch. Like, it's so, like, it makes sense. Like, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and he's, like, used to be in the U.S. military, and he's just, like, a funny guy. But the way the movie goes is fucking crazy. Did I mention one of them turns out to be a pedophile? One of them? I thought Justin you said Theroux. Scar- No. Oh. Well, that makes sense. I think he probably is a pedophile. Actually, not even. He's an amazing actor. That guy sucks. Justin Thoreau. Well, that brings me to my next movie before I let Travis speak at all. Um, <laughs> well, no, if real quick, I have before, one I wanted to ask you about, but you before go ahead. we stop with mute, yeah. Um, did anyone ever care about or to watch or watch uh, Altered Carbon? No, that that's the Netflix show? show, right? No, well, there was a I got it mixed up with movie and a show. mute. Because they came out around the same time and looked kind of similar. But uh, Altered Carbon has a 7.9 out of 10 yeah. on IMDb, which uh, that's a pretty high rating. 
you know, for what it's worth. It's Altered Carbon yeah, it's was bad, supposed right? to be good. I mean, not like great. Right. It was supposed to be good. I, I didn't watch it, but um, yeah, this was uh, compared to it, um, but was awful. <laughs> I know people were upset that it got canceled because there's only what, like two or three seasons. I think of that two show? seasons. Well, there was a spinoff that Kurt and I watched. Oh, it was a it was an anime movie um, that was really really good. So would definitely recommend that. That's yeah. on Netflix. Canceled after two seasons. Is what it says. Um, so we were talking about Justin Thoreau and that brings me to my next movie that I wanted to ask y'all about. Have either of you seen Inland Empire? I bought the Criterion. Mm-hmm. have not watched it yet. <laughs> so Kurt also... Seen it? I own it, but no, I have not seen it. <laughs> Kurt also bought the Criterion and uh, we watched it. He bought a bunch of Lynch Criterion recently and we watched oh. it. That's a Did movie he that's buy been- Lost Highway? There's a Lost Highway 4K criterion now. Yeah, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was relatively recently. That's that's I'm pretty sure it was Lost Highway to get it up to a five. The 4K criterion. Empire and um, Mulholland Drive were the three he bought. Maybe I think most of most of, if not all of his films, are on Criterion at this point. Well, Wild at Heart, no. Eraser Head, he already like had and stuff. Yeah. Um, Anywho, so I. So neither have, have not seen, seen it. it. That was a movie that was hard to see until I feel like until Criterion put that out. It was right. like yeah. a movie I've wanted to see for years, but I just haven't had an opportunity to see it. Yeah. So I don't have much to say about it other than it was a real fucking trip. I still, it's been almost, you know, a month and a half now and I don't know what I watched. I don't know if I liked it. I don't know if I hated it. I Where don't does know. it fall in the the Lynch See, I haven't filmography. Seen all of his stuff, so it's hard for me to say. Mm-hmm. I there's certain movies like Mulholland Drive where I immediately love them. Super fucked up and crazy, immediately loved it. Eraserhead, it took me two watches. The first one, I was like, did I hate that movie? I don't know yet. Um, <laughs> Wild at Heart and gosh, Have you seen Lost Highway? Highway? No, mm-hmm. I haven't. I think Lost Highway is my favorite. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only saw it the one time with you, and I was yeah. like, but I, I rewatched it. Well, I bought the Kino Lorber Blu-ray, which I'm kind of kicking myself for because I want to buy the 4K Criterion now. But uh, the rewatch was huge. All and I remember about that movie, Patricia is the car Arquette, scene. is a peach in that one. Oh wait, I thought we were talking about Lost Highway. Yeah, she's in Lost Highway. I thought she was in Wild at Heart. Nope, that's Laura Dern. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Laura Dern is also the main character in Inland Empire. Yeah. I do feel like Inland Empire is probably the most polarizing. Oh, Blue Lynch. Velvet is the one Ooh, that I was thinking of that I also watched one. and was immediately like, liked it. Also was horny for it, obviously. That one's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It's not my one of my personal favorites, but. That one has like the most Twin Peaks vibes yeah. of well, his movies. Twin Peaks is like some of my favorite work he's ever done. Bless Sorry. you. Bless you. Just... So anyway, you're still <laughs> the verdict's not out yet on Inland Empire. <laughs> you're done with Inland Empire? All right. I, I gotta wash my hands. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, are you done though? Um, we can we can vamp for a moment. So I, I mean, I guess, yeah. I don't like I said. I don't have too much to say. I'm just was really hoping one of you had seen it. You're at it a loss me, for words. 
Yes. Kurt really liked it. It's the most... I, I would say... Isn't there like a weird filming style to it? Like it's a uh, digital or video it's or on something? Digital. digital. And so it looks oh. insane also. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> I didn't, it, it had that weird like. Like home movie quality? Yeah. Yeah. Harmony, like that kind, Harmony that kind Corinne? of digital. Not like, not like Fincher <laughs> digital, like, you know, camcorder home quality. And honestly. Digital. Trash I Humpers? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Trash Humpers, but like maybe not far off. Like it, like it kind of that was part of it is i was having a hard time focusing on anything because everything looks so bad although i will say other than the third season of twin peaks this is probably the lynchiest movie i've seen like it's like it's the most off the wall the least amount of plot like the most like what is even happening other than again, third season of Twin Peaks, I'm not sure that counts. So, still haven't seen that. Yeah, honestly, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> dying to watch Inland Empire, but because it's Lynch, I would uh, want to watch it to check you it know, off the list. You know, this is a podcast that we're recording. Right? Paris was like gesturing, but like silently. I so. didn't have anything to say. I just, was, I just kept shrugging and was like, "Do I have anything to say?" No. <laughs> I was looking Matt dead in the eyes and shrugging. <laughs> <laughs> nice i should uh make the time for it that was on i don't know if i said this the last time we recorded but when Haley was gone i had like a watch pile like i pulled like 10 criterions and i, I watched two of them but inland empire was on the pile. oh it was in there oh yeah you should watch well because i bought it whenever criterion did their last uh, flash sale mm. i bought inland empire elephant man another lynch movie i've never seen I haven't seen great it. movie and um I don't even fucking remember what the third movie was. Oh, Rashomon. I've never seen Rashomon. Mm. Oh, I've always wanted to watch Rashomon. Those, those are the three that I got on the Flash sale. But did not watch. Didn't make it. They're back on the shelf. Elephant Man is more straightforward than his other stuff. Mm. It's like his most straightforward it, It's movie. his most yeah. popular, right? Like like general populist popular, right? It was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think it's maybe not the oh, most accessible. Maybe a better way to put accessible. it is like the least... Lynch, Weird. yeah, most accessible, yeah, yeah. Ex- or or the straight story. That's also, I mean, it has a couple elements that are. Isn't that a Disney movie? Yeah, which one? Oddly, I watched it on. It was actually really hard to see. Oh, the straight story. Um, but now it's on. Uh, it's Disney on Plus. Disney Plus. Oh, is it? Okay. So I finally watched it. Does it feel like a Lynch movie? Or yeah, it does feel a little bit like Twin mm. Peaks at times. Harry Dean Stanton's in it, so that makes sense. Okay. I did I did like it quite a bit. I didn't love it, but there are a couple moments that feel Lynchian, but it is also pretty straightforward. It's G, but has very, very high ratings. Should. Well, now that I know it's on Disney Plus. I know. I'm gonna use Matt's Disney Plus to watch it. That may be getting <laughs> It's got a very quirky you know Wait, the premise really? of it, right? I haven't watched Disney Plus in over a year. <gasps> wow. I don't. I don't oh, use it. God. It's the one. I might have to start paying for Disney Plus. <laughs> it's the one I don't use. Haven't watched fucking Mandalorian. But what about your dad? Watched... Your dad uses it. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna. He they can already, pay his own bills. They already mooch off my Netflix. They don't need to mooch off my Disney Plus. Damn. My nephew. Okay. Fuck him. Oh, your nephew won't get to watch any Disney movies. Nah, he likes. Uh, Just pull Bluey. the plug. <laughs> oh yeah, he little. Well, I mean, he's like seven now. Does he like Miss Rachel? Who the fuck is Miss Rachel? 
girl. You don't know Miss Ra- I don't know Miss Rachel. I don't Rachel. know. <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> She's just this very, very popular uh, YouTube person who... Um, the TikTok kindergarten to- teacher? She's not on TikTok. She's YouTube. Mm, I know I miss Rachel on TikTok. Sounds like she and should be on TikTok. Also, maybe she's also on TikTok, but YouTube is where she does her videos that kids watch. Oh, okay. Miss Rachel on TikTok is not for kids. It's like making fun of That's being a different Miss Rachel. Maybe it's a different Miss Rachel. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, no. This is for kids and it's a it's a basically like teaches them sign language and social emotional learning that's and it's like, like i subscribe to a miss rachel on only fans i know i was like girl <laughs> miss rachel? yeah it's not really <laughs> <Maybe> for kids <laughs> i hope it's not the same <laughs> is it wait not i'm not looking at only fans <laughs> Oh, okay. No, up. it must be a different. It must be a different mystery. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. She's like, I don't like, pay for it. <laughs> Honestly, I've never paid for OnlyFans, and I never will. I have a couple friends that pay for people on OnlyFans, and it's usually like they don't even get like full nudity. Like, what are you fucking? What a rip for, off! <laughs> if you, you can get you can get sexually explicit content everywhere now. You don't need like what are you what are you paying for? Full fucking ass open like. <laughs> I want gaping. I want fluid. <laughs> I can get this shit anywhere. <laughs> Why am I paying for it? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you have a point. <laughs> well, I'm saying it's the people who like already post thirst traps on their social media. So it's like, right. why are you paying to get more thirst traps? Like, Unless you're seeing some full fucking frontal, who cares? I don't know. You should ask your friends who pay for that shit. <laughs> I do not subscribe to anyone on OnlyFans. Sure. If you needed to know. I, I the, didn't, but the, maybe the I think you're saying is that. so clean and clear. <laughs> so your wife knows for sure yeah. on the record. Yeah. Just to be clear. Matt? I already said I don't. I don't. Well, I can get it for free anywhere, you know? <laughs> Anywhere. Not, anywhere, dude. I got it on my laptop right now. <laughs> That's a direct uh, mass behind the audacity screen. I got you know a couple <laughs> links. I can get it for right. free anywhere. <laughs> Jesus. Any device I could pull up for on Travis's fridge right now. <laughs> Your thermostat. It's not safe. I get doggy up there right now. What? Dog- what? What were we even talking about? Oh, Inland Empire. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got from that to Miss Rachel, only fans and, Netflix, and Disney Plus, Straight Story. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm done with my, uh, what I've watched. Travis, if you want to go. All right. I have two. Well, one's a new release. One is a new-ish movie. I mm. uh, saw the Super Mario Bros. movie in the theater last week with Chelsea. Oh, how was that? I, again, this is... Kind of like a Renfield review here, but uh, liked it for what it was. <laughs> Didn't have really any expectations. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's definitely geared towards kids. It doesn't have like the, um, you know, some of the stuff that like Pixar injects into the movies to make them special. Right. Okay. But it's very colorful. It's uh, very action packed. It moves at like a breakneck pace. It's. Oh. It, you know, it's just a very busy movie. doesn't get bogged down. Very simple story, like very generic, you know, have to save the princess type deal. 
I, I thought the whole thing was Peach is like, she's not a damsel in distress in this one or something, but it, it does revolve no. around Bowser taking Peach. Well, he wants to marry her and take over the world, and then Mario Bros. are like, not a dog. Not not a dog. I heard yeah. uh, Jack Black as Bowser, though, is probably the highlight. That is the is highlight, that, okay. yeah. And he has a Peaches song? The Peaches song is great. They needed. Can a, you sing it for us? No. It's mostly just the word peaches. That's what I was like. I think it's just peaches but over and over again. That's what Jack like, Black does it way better it. than okay. me. <laughs> I've just heard it as a TikTok sound. So That's I what I was. Well, I, he did a yeah. full music video for it. Did oh, it? yeah, which yeah. is great. I would highly recommend that. But the music numbers in the movie for like maybe ten seconds, and we could have used a good like at least thirty. If oh not more. yeah, thirty minutes. Yeah, just a, <laughs> yeah, just a really set. That right a right. set by Bowser. A little mini musical within uh, the Super Mario Bros. Yeah. movie. But a uh, <gasps> lot, lot of callbacks to the game. So fans of the game should get some enjoyment out of that stuff. Mm. Um, Which game? All of the games. Okay. All the Mario <laughs> games. The more you know, the better. I'm, I'm sure. Sure. Matt, you probably got it all covered. I've probably played all of them. Yeah. Uh, I did like on an on a. Anna Taylor Joy, right? Anya. Anya or Anna? It's actually, so she actually has been correcting people. It's Anya. Shut Anya. up. She said it's an like aneurysm. And then she was like, I should probably come up with a better word. But mm. that was how she said it. It's Anya Taylor Joy. Anya? Okay. Well, yeah. she was great as Peach. I thought her voice fit the character huh. well. The uh, the brothers could have. Not even Charlie Day? Nah, didn't didn't love it. It was fine, but yeah. How was that uh, faux Italian accent from the worst Chris? Well, it, it's only in the movie for like part of it. Oh, really? He doesn't talk much. No, he gives up the accent. Oh, pretty quickly. Is that like a plot point or something? Yeah, kind of. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Okay. That that may or may not work for you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really care either way. Um. Oh, and there are a couple nods to uh, Mad Max Fury Road, oddly enough. What? With the Mario Kart stuff? Is it like There's Rainbow a Rainbow Road? Road sequence that feels Fury Road-esque. Not like it's going to be like on the level of Fury Road, but definitely feels like it's winking at that movie. And then also there's like a moment where Bowser's in like his like cave layer thing and he's up top and like all the peons are down below. It felt oh, so very it's... Fury Road-esque. Yeah. yeah. How would you compare it to the original Super Mario Bros. movie? I have not seen that movie in ages, so I can't really compare the two. The only thing I really remember from that movie is Dennis Hopper's ridiculous look. Like his, like, <laughs> cornrow, like, you know what I'm talking about? I don't even know who he's, he playing. I think he's movie. Bowser. Dennis Hopper? But he's like a... Because well, they're all just people. It's like a... Yeah. yeah. There's guys. I haven't seen that movie since <laughs> oh, I was, like... <laughs> Five or six years old, probably. So I don't remember. I want to look him I up. I don't really remember anything about that. <laughs> yeah, movie. I'm looking it up right now. Isn't John Leguizamo Luigi? Yes. Yeah, I couldn't tell you anything about that fucking movie. Are you? You're both. Looking yeah, up dude. His his ridiculous Bowser? cornrows. Let me see this. <laughs> it's like spiky cornrow f- looking things. He, so he's supposed to be. Bowser. I think. Is that right, Paris? I love that. Wait, show me. I would like to go back and watch that. Oh yeah, he's definitely Bowser. With the little with the <laughs> tiny weird lizard head. Look at the little lizard head people. Oh yeah. Uh what are they called? Koopas? Yeah. Those are Koopas? 
No. What are they called? Koopas are the turtles. Uh, You're talking about his like Goombas? Goombas. Goombas are the brown. I think it's both. Because look, I think it's a, a Koopa and a Goomba. Those are so ridiculous. Yeah. I remember those from the movie too. But I Wild. Like I don't remember any like like scenes or I just remember like certain images. I'm sending this to the group chat, Matt, so you have it too. Okay. Cannot compare the two. Um, last thing I have to watch or watched uh, was Holy Spider. It's mm. now streaming on Netflix. This is from the director who did the movie Border from a few years ago. Never saw it. Hmm. That was the one. Surprised with you never the, watched it. I think it's on HBO. That was the one with if the people care. who had do weird sex stuff. Yeah, but they were <laughs> they had. I'm in. <laughs> elephant man. Face. They had something right? weird going on. Yeah, that was probably a rude way to say it. I yeah, was probably. trying to be polite, and I think I came out ruder than I meant to. I don't um, think I helped the matter. They but. had. Uh, I don't. I was gonna say facial deformities, but I don't know if that's the correct term. Honestly, I don't really remember much about that movie, other than like the the premise and the weird sex stuff. Yeah, that left an impression for sure. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Holy Spider, do you guys know the plot or the... No. I, I looked it up just when bit? you uh, mentioned it in the group chat. Well, it's based on a real life story about this serial killer in, I think, Iran, who um, was essentially like killing a bunch of prostitutes. And his reasoning for it was to do like a cleansing kind of thing. Like he's oh. coming at it from like a spiritual angle, like a I religious think I just angle saw a trailer for this. Mm. So he's snatching up all these prostitutes and killing them basically. And then, um, a journalist comes in and is trying to like track him down. So she it's like poses as a sex worker. Or yeah. Something? Okay. So it's like one of those procedural serial killer type movies. Love that. Yeah. Uh, I did like it quite a bit, but I don't feel like it did much beyond its premise. Like you get the the horrific graphic sequences of him killing these women. And then the, the whole like angle of the movie, I think, is just like kind of put in a spotlight on some of that culture's like beliefs and, you know, how wrong they may be. <laughs> sure. Okay. Not completely condemning that culture, but you know, no. there's certain things that they do that people may or you know may not agree with. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think most people think uh, lady murder bad, um, but I think that you, that's yes. not quite what you mean. But well, no, that's not what I mean. Yeah. But he's coming at it from like a religious angle, so some right. people view him as like like a a hero because like he's, he's yeah he's cleansing the streets of these bad people even though right. they're just trying to make a living right and also if you really don't like that wouldn't the bad people be the uh men that are going to these women right yeah got them <laughs> <laughs> yes all men <clears throat> but yeah i just feel like it didn't really go beyond its premise that much because um yeah you get to deal with the like community kind of siding with the killer um, but yeah, beyond like the, like the graphicness and the procedural elements, I don't really feel like it did a whole lot. I did like, I like the score and like the, the mood of the movie and 
there's a really cool opening credit shot. It's like of the city. It kind of reminded me of Drive almost. I, I knew was that like, was going to be what I you was were like, going to oh, say. Oh, man. So you said opening shot of the city. I was, he's this the this, this drive, movie's going to be huge. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, but it, it didn't reach the heights that I was hoping. You know, sometimes when the opening credits hit, you're like, oh, man, this movie is going to... And then it just didn't. That's how I felt <laughs> with Terrifier 2. Oh. Turns out. But it did. Movie Fox. <laughs> what did we watch recently? Oh, Smile. Smile was that for me. That had pretty really good. Really cool yeah. title sequence. Title yeah. sequence. And then I was just like, oh, this movie not. not title sequence almost it. felt out of place compared to the rest of the movie. Right. Like, like it was really cool and like intense. It didn't fit the vibe of the rest no. of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wished it was a different movie. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Liked it. Did not love it. But would ultimately would recommend. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. Seems interesting and worth a watch for sure. Mm-hmm. How long is it? It's a little over an hour and a half. Oh, okay. So I think perfect. it's like an hour 45 or something. Is this oh, a yeah. 22 or 23 release? 2022. Ah, okay. It was kind of hard to see last year though. I think it only played downtown for like a week or two. Mm. Well, oh, like okay. a SIF or something or? Uh, I know it was playing at the Regal downtown. Oh, okay. But I'm not sure about anywhere else sick might have to check it out um okay so i only between last time we recorded i've only watched one movie and it was last night um and it was the evil dead and i watched the original or the remake the the original the Mm. remake is called evil dead the one that just just came out is called evil dead no the one that just came out is called evil dead rise okay (laughs) (laughs) so real quick does Evil Dead is Evil Dead Rise a sequel to Evil Dead? Or is yes. it a sequel to Evil Dead Two? I believe so. Okay. Because Evil Dead Two is kind of its own remake. It's almost like a remake of the first yeah. one. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a continuation. It, it, so aesthetically, it's, it's post Army of Darkness. The new one? Yeah. I don't know much about the new one other than that it looks more in line. You with know, the there's well, there was also another new one where they did a remake. Yeah, like. Probably like five, ten years ago now. Yeah. 2013. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw that in theaters. Ten, I yeah. don't remember it at all. That movie was fucking <laughs> nuts. Very violent. But anyway, so the new the new one comes out and Haley wants to see it, but she's never seen any of the Evil Dead movies. Mm. So I was like, well, we got to at least watch the first one. And I, I've only seen The Evil Dead like You mean you twice. have to at least watch the first two because Evil Dead 2 is better than Evil Dead. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I think you should watch all of them. <laughs> yes, but the movie Evil Dead Rise is out now, so I don't know if we're going to have time to like... I wanted to make sure mm. she at least, we at least watched the first one because I wouldn't yeah. start with Evil Dead 2. Like, no. No. Because then you go back to the Evil Dead, the first one, and then you're like... Right. It's not game. quite compared. Yeah. Um, but it actually... I actually really liked it. I think Evil Dead 2, while I would say I do prefer it, it definitely leans into the silliness. Yeah. Like, it almost seems like some of the silliness in the first movie is... I don't think it's unintentional, but there are moments that do come across where it's like... Some of it's unintentional. The movie doesn't know that it's... Like, it's trying to be serious. More amateur. Right. So, definitely a low budget. um, But I think it looks really good like for how low considering, budget the movie yeah. is considering all of that like the prosthetics the graph like the violence is pretty gnarly still i love it's a very wet movie it's like the blood yes. and the spitting cum that they do is pretty cool spitting like a cobra cum? viper just like spitting cum they do there is a lot of like are you saying they're literally substances. spitting cum or they're cum I, or their spit looks like cum 
whatever the white fluids are that fly out of like limbs in their mouths and stuff looks like that. I hated that. I've only seen the original trilogy (laughs) once and it was probably at least 10 years ago. And I remember really liking one, liked two even more, like probably love two. And then did Army of Darkness was okay. It just. I never saw it. I prefer the like more horrific than like the comedy elements. Yes. I mean, there are comedic elements in two, but. Well, two is a good, really good balance of that. Yeah. I think it like leans into the campiness of it, but it's still a horror. Yeah. Like, I, like I said, I haven't seen three, but I did uh, watch an Evil Dead musical that took it when I was in college. Um, and it was like the kind of thing where like the first three rows wear something you don't mind getting dirty because it was very like bloody and crazy. It was was wild. Was it cummy? Um, not that I recall. (laughs) I did see it with my mom. So I may have just like blocked those parts out. But, uh, I remember it was like, felt like the coolest thing. Like I was like, you know, 18 or 19. I was like, this is the coolest thing in the world. No, I was like, I don't even barely remember it, but you were in the splash zone. I was not. I was actually really. I wanted to be in the splash zone, and we didn't get tickets <laughs> in time. And I will not forgive, and I will Damn. never forget. <laughs> That's when I went to Portland recently, and I went to that uh, the um, that show, the cabaret show. I wish I was in the splash zone for that. For wait, but, cabaret show. Mm-hmm. Splash zone. I'm making a joke. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I don't think. It's like, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, did you tell us about that? Uh, did I bring that up? I don't think you, when you talked about your Portland show. Oh, I don't know if I did or not. But no. when I went to Portland recently, we went to a cabaret show. How was that? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I've been, I went to one. It was fun oh. because it, it was like, it was like going to a strip club, but less like awkward and like creepy feeling, you know? Yeah. Because they're not soliciting you for like tips. Yes. Or and like, it's less about like, I feel like also there's no like individual, like you're not like, hey, come over here and give my buddy a lap dance. Like it's, it's right. like they're all doing their performance. Yeah. You're watching. Right. Yeah. It's mostly, yeah, you're just watching performance or just hanging out, whatever you got the live show. And then it's more, yeah, supportive and not like so transactional. I guess a little less sleazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More expensive though. Usually depends Wait, on ca- if you're trying to ball at the strip club or not. Well, I, I don't mean, I don't mean overall the whole night. I mean, entry entry is usually more expensive. Depends oh, on it was only club. like 20 bucks to get in. I mean, we really? had, we had shitty seats, but I think oh, if we got there earlier, it would have been the same price. Maybe. I don't know. It was kind of, we okay. kind of just went on a whim. Sure. But it was fun. I would yeah. definitely do it again. What was the name of the cabaret? Sinferno or something. Okay. You know this the building that says like keep Portland weird? Yes. It's that building. Oh, yeah. cool. They do okay. a lot of shows there, I think, but one of them every Sunday they do like a like a cabaret, like drag, like extravaganza type show. Awesome. It was cool though. Yeah. Nice. I've only ever been to one burlesque show and it was a nine inch nails burlesque show. And it was awesome. Oh, yeah. Bur- <laughs> Wait, what? I went with Jess. She actually took me to that. I mean, that burlesque show with jazz. Is burlesque the same thing as cabaret? I I think I meant to say burlesque, but I said cabaret. I think... Mm, They're a little different. I couldn't define the difference, but... I think nowadays they're the same. Probably back when they were like big and those were the strip clubs, there probably was some kind of difference. Like I think cabaret may have had live musical performers and the 
burlesque didn't or something, mm. but I'm sure now it's all the same. I also associate cabaret with like more, like when I think of like what that looked like back in the day with like the tassels and like I associate cabaret more with like old timey. Burlesque is also that though. Well, it can be, but there's like, like I said, my one burlesque show I went to was Nine Inch Nails and they're all wearing like latex and like all the songs are about. Are you guys going to go to the uh, Star Wars burlesque show in Seattle? I saw that. I saw that was happening. I went to uh, a (laughs) Suicide Girls burlesque show in Seattle. Recently? I moved up here and it was. Is Suicide Girls still a thing? I don't know. Really? I mean, what? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) i don't i definitely don't wouldn't know about that i don't uh, i definitely don't follow them (laughs) i remember that being a thing but i haven't heard that it is phrase in a long time yes i follow them on instagram and also follow hopeful suicide girls on Mm. instagram it's great i never paid for them because anyways evil dead (laughs) great movie yeah (laughs) evil dead is a great movie we totally got off track sorry matt (laughs) i knew it would be right up Haley's alley and she did really like it um so it's one of those movies that like it takes a little while to get going like i kind of forgotten that like basically all of the like crazy stuff that happens in that movie is in the last like i just remember the branch rape yeah that's an early that happens early in the movie and the movie's got some crazy lighting too like really harsh lighting which i think is part of the reason why like it was such a cult success you watch this such on a uh, blu-ray or yeah i own yeah. i own that, evil dead one and two i mean would that like make it look any better it's so old like i feel like that doesn't matter right what blu-ray yeah yeah i, I thought it looked great oh okay um but it, you definitely feel the budget and the acting is not very good. I could see people yeah. saying like, "Oh, it's better if you watch it on VHS or something, with nah. something like this." But the lo-fi not me heads, yeah. <laughs> not me. And you can definitely tell that like, <laughs> obviously, Ash becomes like the face of the franchise. But in the first movie, it doesn't feel that way. He's just yeah. a guy. Like, he's technically the main character, but it's like, right? They really play him up in the sequels. Yes. I mean, because Bruce Campbell was, you know. Yeah, he became Bruce Campbell after the first Evil right. Dead. Right. You see him in the first movie, and you're like, "This guy? Who's this guy?" Yeah, because he's like, he's fine in it. He's but like, so hot, you guys. I don't know what you're talking about. He has Bruce that Campbell? strong jaw. Not so much in the first movie. He's got kind yes. of a goofy haircut in the first movie. Disagree. He's still hot. <laughs> not saying he's not hot, but he became more hot. But yeah, anyway, so I don't know. I I think we might try and watch the 2013 Evil Dead before we see Evil Dead Rise. Because it definitely seems like the new movie is definitely... Or if not a direct sequel, definitely feels more tonally in line. Because I haven't been scared by a trailer in a very long time, but the trailer for Evil Dead Rise is like pretty gnarly. I don't want to say it scares me, but it's like... It looks fucking sweet. So you're gonna see it regardless. Yes, but <laughs> how how much like am I gonna have enough time, or is Haley gonna want to watch Evil Dead Two? And yeah, I, I couldn't really give a fuck about Army of Darkness. Like, I'm curious to rewatch it, but I'm not gonna like prioritize that before she sees yeah. these movies because that movie is like kind of its own beast. And some people really, do really off like the rails, it. right? But it's just like. It's very different vibes from yeah. what I remember. Well, you could even consider Evil Dead 2 a remake of the first one, right? Don't even some people say that? Yeah, it kind of is. I said that yeah. earlier. Yeah. 
it's beat for beat pretty much the same movie i mean yeah they don't address the events of the first movie or you know they just like go to the cap friends go to the cabin and... yeah he's not like hey the last time i was here crazy shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i hope it doesn't happen again this time <laughs> yeah i would say if you're pressed on time you should probably prioritize the the new remake or whatever and then go see the new one yes and then go back and show her evil dead too because it's yeah the yeah, best yeah, one. yeah yeah so we'll see but but then the you have one. to watch army of darkness because you already watched you, that. Gotta, you finish gotta finish it, it. Yeah. yeah exactly well they made a tv show too and people did like the tv yeah. show. i think i have the whole series Ash on my voodoo the evil if dead? you guys care do you oh. yeah i, I bought it when it. it was it was on sale for like pennies and it's like three seasons right yeah but the whole wow. series was like i want to say like under ten dollars so i was like yeah all right i'll add that and never watch it yeah no, it just sits, <laughs> sits in the catalog <laughs> yep maybe someone else will you know I might. take advantage of it i might we'll see <laughs> so, uh that's it for me though that's the only uh that's the only movie i watched since we last talked so good job guys Hey, we did it. First we time really in person. Talked over three years. A lot about nothing <laughs> for a long time. I mean, that's how it's usually goes. That's what podcasting is. <laughs> I feel like more so because we're in person though, and I was it was fun. It was nice to get a little bit more pitter patter. It's also nice to be able to like see your faces when we do this because like yeah. we don't do I know some people who record remotely, they do like Zoom. Yeah. Like you can see each other's faces. I do prefer to podcast naked, but you know. Just bug just raw. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> You too, Paris? Are you? I'm assuming you're... <laughs> Thank God we don't use cameras. Right? Yeah, I was going to say, Matt keeps catching all of my like little shrugs and faces. I'm making these at you guys when we're recording normally. See, that's, that's what's lost you when we do it online. Them. We don't get to see Paris shrug her shoulders 30 times. You also don't get to see me uh, with my Bluetooth headphones walk away from the mic while you guys are talking to like make a sandwich oh or get beer or something. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. Well, we did it. We uh, Hopefully, we can get uh, Tom to do this with us in person. One he of these was days. very cryptic about it, but it sounded like he wanted to do that more than anything else in the world. Last time. That yeah. is true. He said it was the one thing he felt was missing in, in his, his life. life. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> so, we'll have to hold you to it, Tom. We'll, we complete you. So, come back, Tom. I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> Um, uh, so there's, you know, we got lots of movies coming out in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Evil Dead Rise came out this weekend. We've got, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I will probably see, but I'm not going to do any catch up. So I'm probably going to be lost because I haven't seen the last 10 fucking Marvel movies, but mm. I do really want to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're like burying the lead here, Matt. Which is what? Bo is afraid. afraid. Oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> We're for sure going to talk about that next episode. I'm supposed to do that today, but... It's just that's that fucker Ari Aster, man. Um, have you guys seen anything about Chevalier? Chevalier? No. Um, I heard about it, but that's about it. I saw a trailer for it. Yeah. That came out this week, what, too. Yeah. Why is that of note? Director? Like, what is... Anything? Couldn't tell what you. What do you got? No, I, I just have it on my list, so... Yeah. So no one cares. <laughs> yeah. I guess not. <laughs> So anyway, we'll at least be doing Bo is Afraid, but we'll see. Paris, real quick. I know Matt has seen Hereditary and Midsummer. Have you seen both of those? I have. Okay. And I'm very, very much looking forward to And. And what was the other one? What? Ari Aster's. Bo is Afraid? 
Oh, yeah. Okay. He also has another one called And that is supposed oh. to come out at some point. I thought that's what you're talking about. But no. was, that makes more sense. Sorry. I am a little... No, just referring to the his two main features. That yes, have I have out. seen both okay. of them. Just making sure. Yeah. Because you haven't seen The Witch, so... No, but I mean we're watching we're gonna. that for the yeah, yeah, yeah. digest. So, yeah. oh, um, it's showing at Central Cinema this weekend and next week. Oh wow! I know you guys aren't gonna come to see it, but I might go see it at Central Cinema, which I well, thought was great timing. If there's not subtitles, I wouldn't. Oh, that's a good point. That is a good point, Matt. <laughs> Especially at that <laughs> cinema, like oh, <laughs> the sound well, is not. No, it's the just best. it's just because it's you know loud. Yeah. Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were shitting on Central Cinema a little bit and Travis was like, I've, oh. I've never been to Central Cinema. Oh, you should come then. To The Witch? Yeah. I would Someone to, say it's maybe the worst place to see a movie in Seattle. Oh, I have but. heard Matt talk shit about it, and then I've also heard you praise it to no end. Yeah, so. it's one of my favorite. Yeah. It's like a... I mean, you've already seen The Witch, so it's But okay. you go there to, like, watch The Room and Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? right? Yeah. And other things. Jess and I were going to go see Battle Royale there the other day. Mm. We ended up going to a very long dinner instead, but... It's a, it's a movie theater for people who love movies as a communal experience. Yeah. I hate that shit. I want everyone to shut the fuck up, eyes on the screen, let the movie wash over you. Also, there it's the most uncomfortable place mm. on planet Earth. There I would rather sit on your floor. Not <laughs> selling. Some seats are uncomfortable. Some seats are very comfortable. You just have to make sure you get there. Well, early. seeing the witch would be cool in theater, but Matt's not selling the theater, and then I could not yeah. grasp the, sub, the movie. The subtitles thing, I subtitles. actually may not go see it. I might because they do subtitles for some of their movies. I might mm. call and see if, if you might want to like you know give them a little nudge and be like you if you don't should have subtitles, put subtitles on for the sake of everyone yeah in attendance <laughs> <laughs> that was like what movie was that? it wasn't the lighthouse there was something i was watching where i was like i literally had to tune out anyway it doesn't matter it was it was a guy Ritchie movie from a million years ago mm. i could see you needing subtitles for one of those yeah, it was those the, Cockney bastards. Bush mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could not. I was like, I don't know what we're talking about right now, but there's something happening. Sick. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this uh, this week's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. What was that? Is that a siren? Yeah. Is that a tsunami warning? What is that? Something like that. Dude, it was just like a fucking ambulance. We will. Yeah, I know. An ambulance. <laughs> All right. Shut her down. We gotta go, you guys. (laughs) Shut up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hopefully, the audio sounded good. It looked okay on here, but hopefully, we were recording. We're also not. Oh, we're good. We're golden. We're also not used to like. It's easier to get like loud, you know, like the three of us, and we're like laughing at the same time. You could see like spikes and stuff. So hopefully, we didn't damage any eardrums. But the spiking we had made Matt happy for sure. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back shortly. Bye. 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 Toodles. Toodles.